Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Hello, 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 and welcome. I am so excited to be with you again this week, and I am completely thrilled about the series that we are doing for the month of August with the incredible James Redfield. He is the author of one of my absolute favorite books and a book that definitely impacted me on my spiritual journey. It is The Celestine Prophecy. And if you have not read that, then definitely pick up uh, the anniversary edition that is out now. It has some added pieces at the end, and it is quite insightful. And James and I got together, and we decided that we were going to do a series not only on the 12 Celestine Insights, but also on the abilities, and primarily to impact uh, the millennial generation that is kind of taking off with this material in a whole new way. I think it is profound information for anyone on a spiritual path, anyone that is desiring to empower themselves and dive into the magic and the exhilaration that life has to offer. And especially in this great time of change, when such contrast can be appearing on the outside, that is the most important time that we can utilize to anchor into our insights and our abilities to truly allow life to be experienced to the magnitude that it is available to us, but to also create the impact and the uh, energetic ripple that we can with the essence that is held inside. And so I want to tell you a little bit about James before we get started, uh, so that if you're not familiar with him, that you get to know a little bit about him and you definitely tap into uh, his work and his website. Uh, James Redfield was 43 when he published The Celestine Prophecy, and he has been keenly interested in human spirituality all of his life. Uh, He grew up in a rural area near Birmingham, Alabama, and he studied Eastern philosophies, including Taoism and Zen. While he majored in sociology, uh, he has written multiple books. Uh, You can find all of them on his website, and they just layer upon one another in a deeply profound way. The Celestine series of adventure parables uh, has continued with The Secret of Shambhala and uh, the 10th Insight and others that you will see there. And he was honored with the Wisdom Media Group and the Worldview Award for engaging the discussion on the nature of human existence and for his ongoing efforts and contributions to bettering humanity. So it is truly a deep honor for me to engage in conversation with him, but more so what I have found so profound, and I have interviewed countless, 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 countless individuals over the 10 years that 1111 Talk Radio has been on the air weekly. And I have to say, I have uh, not met a more grounded and real and humble and sincere servant to humanity as I have in James in speaking to him. And I think that you will find that as you hear his tone of voice, as you hear how he shares, and as you hear the passion with which He is uh, wanting to 
have the new generations realize the power and the presence that they possess within themselves to truly be that change in the world today. You can find out more about James Redfield at thecelestinevision.com. And without further ado, (laughs) and so that I stop talking, I want to welcome you, James, back to the show and for this magnificent series that we are diving into. Well, thank you. Appreciate all that talk. Uh, Yeah, all this is fun to talk about. I think it's a new time in the world, and uh, that makes it exciting. It does make it exciting, and we're, we've divided this up so that every show we're going to talk about several of the insights and the abilities that correlate, and I think when individuals begin their journey and they're starting to, quote-unquote, awaken, uh, one thing that tends to start happening is a level of synchronicity. It happens to be the entry point that many people Uh, start to question the why and start to look around or become more aware because it's those little magical moments that start to pop up where it makes us pause. When we talk about the insight of synchronicity, particularly in a time like right now where there is so much contrast, how do we wrap our heads and our arms around that? And, And what is it trying to bring up within us in terms of action uh, catalyst uh, type of inspired action that we're here to be in the world? Well, you know, it does start with synchronicity. Uh, spiritual awakening uh, is uh, revealed, really, uh, in these magical moments that we have where we uh, realize that we get help in life. There is a, uh, a force, a design, in which when we have questions in life, if we tune in, not just to the way we do research or the way we organize our own self-development maybe in our minds, but uh, in the way we can allow ourselves to be guided. And then when we do that, what happens is that we experience these mysterious coincidences, you know, that seem beyond chance where doors are opened, opportunities are opened. And I think this is a time when we're uh, all of us are now experiencing these moments uh, in a, in a greater way because of the situation we're in. You know, this is a you know as we record this, uh, yeah, we just experienced uh, a tremendous shutdown, a what I now call a reset, uh, and it's. Um, it's happening at a time when uh, so many people were already asking the higher spiritual uh, questions. So uh, I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting some feedback here. Well, I think that when synchronicity does hearing? appear, it does allow us to stay in that more alert expectation, that that place of one thing grabbing hold of the synchronicity that has taken place, but then being aware that, oh, maybe there's more, maybe there is something else. And it is almost that uh, expectation and that enthusiasm that catapults not only us forward, but it's almost like life starts to meet us back. I call that a conversation in the universe in my own terms with my own books and writings. Um, And I think that that's too what I feel and have, have experienced when reading yours. Yeah, and, and you know, it, the, the time is special because 
there are three generations that are reaching this place of searching, uh, and it's just age related. Uh, you know, we we have uh, baby boomers who are looking at uh, asking, you know, what's my legacy going to be in life? These are, you know, the as as we get older, that's what we. Uh, pay more attention to what am I leaving for the next generations? What 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 can I do now to to help make the world better, more conscious? Uh, and then at the same time, you you have the children of the baby boomers, the millennials, are reaching this key age of thirty eight. Uh, the the in mass, you know, they're moving from thirty seven, thirty eight through forty two. It's huge generation. And when you get to that age, and there's some astrological uh, influences that happen that I won't mention in now, but uh, what, what what people ask is is uh, yeah, each generation at that age asks, okay, you know, I've I've I'm employed, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, although we're having shocks around that, but uh, yeah, I've done that. I maybe I've made a relationship work. Maybe I have children. I've made parenting work. But what is what do I really want to do with my life? And what's happening is that when you ask that question, you start to get the answers, uh, and it opens up uh, uh, as all of us can uh, a kind of higher uh, uh, pondering in our lives. And it's my opinion uh, that with both these huge generations. Uh, asking the larger questions anyway, the fact that we were have been shut down virtually, uh, restricted to our homes in a lot of ways, uh, what happens is you have plenty of time to do that kind of pondering, especially if you've had an economic shock where uh, you know, you've, there's many, many people have lost jobs, many, many people have lost businesses. You know, there are, there's a lot of uh, searching about why did that happen, but what am I going to do now? How do I go forward? And they're asking for help. They're asking, yeah, they're, they're, it's a reset spiritually where people are tuning in more to uh, the spiritual dynamics around them. And I believe what we have is a huge reset. Uh, I didn't think all this ha- uh, uh, had to happen. Uh, I think most of it's political, but it's the the positive, the silver lining that we'll talk about with synchronicity in a minute uh, is is there uh, now, so that we can find that silver lining in a spiritual reset. That is is a very positive thing because our greater uh, wisdom, our greater creative energy, uh, and heart opening kind of. Uh, experiences, all that uh, makes us more creatively powerful, more influential, and all in the right direction. Yes, I agree with you. And I love hearing that about the different generations that are uh, kind of in that same place, but in their own tier of experience. And I know that you talk a lot about the uh, archetypal and how we are expressing in the different uh, ways of of various archetypes. So it had me wonder if the older generation is experiencing a different archetype than the the millennial generation or different ones and how that appears. In addition, as we're seeing those synchronicities, 
what is it ability-wise that we can do to uh, allow those synchronicities to continue and also to guide us? Well, let's, uh, let me talk a, a bit first about the experience of these archetypes, as you call uh, call them, and that you know that's a a, uh, a theory that that came to us uh, through the human potential movement. Uh, it originated with Dr. Carl Jung, uh, who who brought uh, psychoanalysis in a spiritual direction. You know, he broke with Freud, and since then, there's been a huge conversation on uh, uh, spiritual leaders of all kinds, scientists. Uh, uh, people who have had uh, deeper spiritual experiences, all seeking to come to a consensus about spiritual experience, what's available. So this, you know, what we're talking about here is is a kind of uh, a, a consensus-making process that's really scientific. Uh, you, we're, we're exploring uh, experience. But for 100 years now, there's been a wave of discussion about how do you tune into spiritual experience? What does it feel like? Uh, what's real about it opposed to what is you know doctrinal through religion? Uh, what's the, 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 the realness of it in, in, in terms of pure experience? But what the key, I believe, one of the key experiences for anyone who's awakening to uh, what I call spiritual reality that can be proved to oneself, um, and that's inspiration energy. In other words, uh, you know, anyone can think back to the times they were really inspired to do something, um, and it what that's kind of the measure of just how connected we are in this flow of. A spiritual guidance and all that comes with that that we'll be talking about. But when we focus on synchronicity, uh, what happens is that when we have a, an amazing synchronicity, uh, what happens is that we just feel inspired because it's, oh my God, this is a happening in my life. It feels like a new opportunity. It's something uh, part of my soul has always wanted to do. So I'm changing careers or I'm uh, finding a way to express my purpose in the world, uh, and I'm getting help. So the key uh, way to move into these experiences, or this overall experience of uh, spirituality, is, of course, following that inspired energy. Where where is it leading you to? Uh, And I think what we'll be talking about is how all these uh, other insight, uh, other archetypes, and the, what I've called insights, fire up to not only to keep us motivated and to keep us uh, uh, excited about life, but um, to uh, act as an anchor so that if we're knocked out of our flow, what happens is that it, uh, you know, we can uh, come back uh, in the ways that. Uh, rekindle this inspiration energy. And that's what I mean by abilities. We have the ability to find a flow of synchronicity so that what happens is that uh, if we uh, have the right attitude toward life and and integrate the other uh, 
archetypal expressions in our life. And, the, and, and those are really just result, a result of realizing how the world really works spiritually. So, uh, so we're, it, through this whole discussion, we'll be talking about how to maintain this inspired life in, in the face of all kinds of challenges and how we can develop a flow of synchronicity, these mysterious coincidences that help solve problems. A lot of that going on right now. A lot of miracles happening uh, to help people solve their economic problems right now, and et cetera. Uh, but to just go into a clarification, you know, it's synchronicity is bringing us opportunities to reach what, what ultimately would be a soul's mission, a memory of what we really came here spiritually to do on the planet to help move uh, humanity forward. So, uh, you know, that's the larger picture. And when we talk about the ability to have this flow related to synchronicity, uh, there are two key things. And that is, you know, the first one is uh, the process of uh, finding the silver lining in any challenging events. Now, um, I'm going to pause you right there, James, before you dive into that, because I want to make certain and reiterate to the listeners uh, the powerful piece that you just shared, because in the face of contrast, in the experiences of darkness or chaos or challenge or obstacles, we can make a choice to focus on the energy that is there. We can stay in the past happening that took place, we can stay entrenched in the dense energy or, and and that will actually limit synchronicity. But if we are willing to be present in the now moment where we are aware of that synchronicity and we're in the expectation of more, that curiosity that you're talking about, that openness, uh, that availability is what is actually going to pull the energy away from the the density and the chaos and the challenge and actually put it in a direction where we can have uh, more of those synchronicities, like you say, but then opportunity opens up or at least even our own awareness to what is around us alongside the density because in contrast, both have to be available and present. That's what makes it contrast. But if we're only focusing on one side of the yin-yang, we're not going to see the other side to be able to balance our lives out. And I think that leads into what you're starting to talk about when it comes to look for the silver lining, because that does open that ability uh, to be more positive or more open or even more curious uh, as to the place that we find ourselves. Yeah, you know, it's, I believe it's it's a matter of just finding, trying to find the opportunity in what seems to be a negative event. Um, and I mean, yeah, if if we're going to do that, we have to do it in all situations, which means um, horrible. Yeah, you know, things happen in life that are very tragic uh, sometimes and very very hard sometimes. Uh, but. It's a question of, are you going to move forward in toward that mission, that you, that truth to tell, uh, that mission that you can, only you can deliver in the world? Uh, we're all unique. Our experiences are, are unique. Um, but, you know, it's uh, what, what 
happens as we integrate all these uh, insights or uh, really understandings of how the world, spiritual world really works, all that flow becomes easier. The maintaining a flow, uh, and there are two things with synchronicity right away, just, just at the first level of this inspiration energy. Uh, and that is, as I said, we have to, uh, we have to find a silver lining in whatever happens. We have to make it a sync, positive synchronicity, no matter how hard it is, no matter how long it takes us to, to come to that place. You know, it's very, very important to find uh, the positive that allows you to say, well, here's what was, here's, here's how I can make this into a positive for my life. And again, that's difficult because uh, the rational side of ourselves is there's nothing, you know, there's nothing positive about this hurt I'm feeling. But there, there is a positive in terms of where you go with, uh, as you transcend that hurt, as you go into uh, you know, opening the heart to love, joy, the peace that surpasses all understanding, which is part of the way the spiritual world works. Um, and so I think I ought to just move into the second uh, uh, fire up of uh, inspiration energy. And that happens when we're, we realize that uh, it's kind of a, a new history as to we have to find in life, and it's a history of human progress. Uh, and and you know, a lot of people uh, think that human progress has to be somehow uh, created out of the suppression of the creative spirit out there, uh, but that's not. You know, those forces don't want real progress. These forces want our control uh, because they're operating out of fear and only control and and uh, more uh, resources, mon- monetary resources can, they think, can resolve that fear. So if that's the dark side, then that's okay. Uh, but we there's a positive history that, uh, and if anybody who reads biographies, they know that this positive history is in every biography and it's the story of these synchronistic happenings that, that occur in people's lives that uh, allow them to move toward making uh, uh, delivering their truth in terms of how to help the world uh, become more uh, enlightened but also more accepting and to clarify spirituality. So uh, without going into the story, this is fascinating, but it's uh, self-improvisy covers a lot of that that positive story in the in the story of human existence. Uh, but it's all fueled. All the positive steps are fueled by synchronicity. So what happens at the t- at the second boost in inspiration energy is that we we can look at history, have a new history. Uh, and that makes us believe in synchronicity and expect more synchronicity as we go. Uh, so it's a step up in this energy that we're talking about uh, uh, with a second insight into a new history, a new new reliance on synchronicity to open up our own missions and uh, ways that we tell our truths to help the world. And in truth, everything does have a spiritual design, I know. 
in looking back at my life or in having worked with people and looking at their lives, every experience that we have had, whether it have been feeling positive or negative, has been part of that staircase that allows us to continually grow and expand and continually exceed ourselves. And so when you uh, write about the second insight, you're, you're talking about how the world, both the, the greater collective world as well as our own world, our human inner world, that there is this spiritual design that is uh, always ever-present. And um, it, it opens the way for us to experience and receive uh, the match to who we are by way of this synchronistic flow that we end up experiencing. And as we step into that spiritual design of uh, perhaps knowing an old history exists but not putting our energy there and allowing this new, new history or this new life to unfold, what ability allows us to ground more presently in the moment and with expectancy towards the future rather than recreating the past and continuously harping on the injustices of the past? Well, that's just it. That's exactly the ability we reach. So what we can see is, uh, you know, we see a lot of uh, political manipulations and all the things that are going around us at the materialistic level. Um, but what we know is it's the, is it, it's the next synchronicity that takes us on our journey. So the ability is to uh, have a new history going on in the wider uh, layers of our, our, uh, our lives uh, so that it's easier to find that silver line. It's easier to uh, find that uh, intuitive guidance, w- w- which we'll get to because they work together. But uh, at this level, you know, to second step up, it's having this new ability to trust synchronicity, to expect synchronicity, uh, which makes synchronicity come a little faster uh, so that we have a flow a little longer uh, before we, uh, we lose direction and have to come back to the flow. My guest today is James Redfield, and he is the author of multiple books, including uh, one that has impacted the world over in many languages, and it is The Celestine Prophecy. We are discussing over uh, a four-part series uh, the various insights that he moves through, the 12 insights uh, throughout The Celestine Prophecy and the follow-up books, The Secret of Shambhala and his others that go into greater detail about these beautiful archetypal insights that we each live by that allow us to live our best life and our best expression. As we move through this dynamic discussion in the coming weeks, we are also opening to the abilities that we each have, regardless of the generation with which we uh, exist in. We have these abilities to Uh, propel ourselves forward individually and collectively to create a new paradigm of life and a newfound aliveness. You can find out more about James at CelestineVision.com. He is building a beautiful community uh, there, and he has all of his other books and writings and different information that you can find out about him. We will be right back after these messages. 
Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Uh, welcome back. My apologies for any of the technical difficulty today. Um, it is always interesting when very powerful information is shared. Sometimes uh, we are either blowing the frequencies wide open <laughs> or there is uh, information that just needs to be restated and, and heard once again. And so thank you for your patience and for coming back. Uh, again, before we get back into our show with James, I do want to mention BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, they are not a crisis line. They're not self-help. This is a wonderful professional counseling that is done securely online. And I want to offer that to people that are requiring some additional assistance to support greater happiness, achieving goals, or moving through any experiences, particularly at this time in our world. There is a broad range of expertise available that might not be locally available to you in your local areas, but you can access it online. This service is for clients worldwide, and you will get a thoughtful and timely response when you can schedule your video or your phone sessions. Uh, they are offering 10% off your first month for 1111 listeners, so you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash 11 and spell out 11, and you will get 10% off that 
first free month, that first month, and then uh, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they also are in need of additional counselors in all 50 states. So check them out. Uh, go ahead and get that first month at 10% off so that you can see what they're about and what they do. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, and you can read all kinds of testimonials that are posted on their website. Again, that's betterhelp.com forward slash 11, getting your 10% off and joining the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Aside from that, you want to dive into your spiritual health and empower your life, and that's what we're doing here today with our series um, that is going through the insights and abilities with James Redfield. We have gone through the first of synchronicity, and we've talked about how the world has a spiritual design that empowers that synchronicity to keep going and creating a new history. Alongside that, we're going to move into the third uh, one of those insights as we dive further into this topic with James and move into the experience of of how we move forward from that spiritual design into the place of giving and integrating that third insight of karmic design. So, James, what do we do with all the karma that is has built up over time, and, and, and how do we view it, and how do we work with it, and what is the ability that we must embody to move through that? Well, the third step up in, inspir- in inspiration energy is... Um, it's the uh, the understanding that there is a karmic design uh, in this world. Uh, in other words, you, know, you can live your life just trying to figure it out with your mind uh, your, or your intellect uh, to you know make your way in the world and uh, use uh, logic and common sense to make things happen. And we should do all that, but we also have to pay attention to the design of the way karma works in this, in, on this planet and in this dimension, really. And, uh, again, uh, this is something that flows from the human potential movement, this 100-year discussion uh, about the nature of the universe, but also what we can prove to ourselves. And I believe this third step up in energy can be sustained. In other words, you can have the ability to sustain this, this level if we take seriously karma and we figure out exactly what the design is. Um, and I believe that the consensus is in, uh, and the, the karmic design for this, uh, this world is, uh, revolves around giving, you know, the act of helping uh, and uh, really helping uh, others. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's the way it works out. And here's what happens. If you're a giver, and, and we'll talk about specifically how to give, but if you're a giver uh, and you're looking out for the best interests of other people, you're not trying to manipulate or uh, take anything from them, you're not selling them something they don't need, uh, you're not uh, di- uh, trying to dominate. Uh, if you're not doing that, if you're a giver and, and specifically if you remember to try to be a synchronicity for others as much as you look for synchronistic information from them, uh, if you're equally uh, looking at, at uh, for how to give them a synchronicity, 
Uh, and of course, where this comes from is our intuitive intelligence. So the merely, merely just asking yourself, okay, how can, you know, maybe that's a total stranger, but I'm having a good conversation and it comes to you to, uh, to share a personal information about, uh, you know, how you, uh, how you uh, dealt with a problem or how you found a solution to, or, or how you, uh, you, you started your dream uh, job, uh, any of those things, but something will come to you if you're asking, how can I help this person? And if you, if you go ahead and share it, work it into the conversation, this personal experience uh, that you uh, think needs to be shared, very often what you'll hear is, oh my God, I need this, at this moment, I, that's exactly what I needed to hear about. That's, that means I can do it too. Or, you know, you get all these confirmations that not only do we get help with our own synchronistic flow, we get help that comes to us to give others. Now, that's the kind of giving uh, that is uh, that is at the basis of the karmic uh, structure of this world. And again, you can prove it to yourself because what happens is if you're that kind of giver, and you also give other things and other energy and everything else, if you're a giver like that, you draw into your life more givers of this nature. In other words, you'll draw into your life someone that also thinks of how they can be a synchronicity for you. And your flow of synchronicity, the help you get in life, goes up. You know, your inspiration energy goes up. Oh, my God, this works. Uh, and because you start to have more people showing up to give you information right on time. Okay? Now the I love how you said, true. James, uh, to be a synchronicity in someone's life. And I think that some people have a misconception as to what karma is, that it is some kind of of punishment that comes back around or or something like that. But it's actually a balancing that's taking place. And we can see in our world today that, that that pendulum has swung so far in one direction of whether you call it greed or taking or dominance or uh, selfishness, that the giving that you're speaking of actually helps us to come back the other direction and balance those energies with something that is more open and less constricting. Uh, so often people feel like they have to hoard or protect or take care of something that's theirs rather than staying in that spirit of generosity. And so you're talking about us moving more into a space of openness and generosity rather than that tight grip of feeling like we have to be in such a severe protection that we balance things out. Am I hearing you correctly? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, what what we want is more inspiration energy, more flow, you know, synchronistic help. It allows us to first solve our problems and then manifest our mission in life. Uh, if we want more help, we have to get in alignment with this karmic design. Now, uh, you know, people also take, and, and many people take unconsciously, which we'll get to in the fourth step. But uh, what we're looking at now is realizing that this karma, this karmic design is a way the spiritual work world, meaning the real world, 
really uh, operates by. And so in a, in, in, a, in a large way, more and more people are understanding this because as they kind of awaken to the possibilities of life, they realize, they prove to themselves that if you're taking care of others uh, in your business, in your daily life, uh, in the ca- encounters you have with others, uh, new people, if you're taking, if you're looking for their best interest, if you're trying to uh, mysteriously uh, intuit how you might be a synchronicity for them and th- it pays off, this is the way the world is really designed to work. And, and they're, you know, we're having a spiritual renaissance, uh, in my view right now, and it, a lot of it is about understanding this karmic design. Uh, are there still people working out of ego and fear and corruption out there? Uh, are they behind much of what shut us down? Uh, yeah. But, you know, those are just people in fear who haven't moved into a spiritual way of operating in the world. But that's growing, at, uh, at a, in, especially not, 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 uh, uh, you know, not so much in spite of this reset, but sometimes because of it. In other words, uh, the reset, the silver lining of the reset of the, or the shutdown is to reset and live your life at a greater spiritual level because you spend a lot of time staring at the walls thinking about the real nature of life. And when you think about that, the answers come. So I believe, you know, the, all this is not James Redfield's prescription for a happy life. It's what the, the consensus about people who have thought about the nature of the spirit, this world and the spiritual experiences that we can have, this is a consensus that's arriving. The human race is discovering all this, in my view. So, and it uh, takes courage. The, it takes courage to be willing to be the giver, to be willing to be the model of that synchronicity, to be willing to say, my life can be in this way, even if the rest of the world thinks that life is that way, or I can choose to live aligned despite the dramas that I'm seeing outside in the world. So it is about embodying that giving nature and that generosity and doing even the inner work to see where we hold those fears and the ways of taking or the ways of of hoarding or pulling back as well. Yes? Yes. Yes, and, you know, let's be clear, there, uh, there is no punishment in this system. But if you're a taker, uh, if you just unconsciously uh, take people's energy through domination or take, uh, uh, you know, uh, injure people because of the kind of job you have uh, unconsciously, it still counts. In other words, what, what you're doing, and that's what's wrong with the world. That, that very thing is what's wrong with the world because people unconsciously take from each other. So we're awakening to all the ways that we take. And what happens if, if, if you're unconsciously taking uh, from people their energy, uh, uh, their happiness, whatever you might be doing, uh, what happens is that uh, you'll draw into your life more takers, and that'll slow your synchronicity uh, your, your, your tiny miracles in life down. 
So this is the realization we're having. Uh, that's why it's so, so important to move past what we're going to talk about next, and that's the control dramas that we unconsciously do. Because once the world transcends power struggles, it will pop in consciousness uh, into this, uh, the ability to live all these insights uh, and, and step up uh, into a greater inspiration energy, and that'll be the golden age. But we're, we've got to move past and catch ourselves when we un- unconsciously take from people because what happens then is that we draw people who take from others exactly like us. Now, this is a phenomenon in psychotherapy that have been, has been known for hundreds of years, that people draw into their lives uh, people that are there to show how the negativity that they're, uh, that they're exhibiting. In other words, someone, uh, if you steal, you're going to draw people who steal, and very often in the very same way, because it's not punishment. It's not punishment. It's to show you how uh, you hurt people by taking, show you exactly how it feels. Yes, Uh, yes, and uh, I think also we're about... We're about to step into a time, too, where we can really see uh, a lot of what you called the dominance, the human control dramas and the dominance that's taking place. We're right upon, you know, an election, and, and it's going to get more evident with the commercials and the debates and the this or that and the other, that that we, we can see what, what human drama looks like even on a political front, much less in our own families or our own relationships when we do that in subtle and strong ways. And so when we are thinking about moving into karmic alignment and design with the greater picture and we start to focus in on our own role within our relationships, our families, our workspaces, and our communities, talk a little bit about that energy that you so beautifully illustrate both in the Celestine Prophecies book as well as in the film how that energy does impact and either repel people away or attract and then create uh, either further drama or create further peace. Well, we're, what we're transcending is, is the, uh, you know, our prideful um, uh, defensiveness. Okay, and this is psychologically very well understood, and people defend themselves because they feel slighted or they feel lowered in energy. And so if you get if you get two people together and they're operating out of ego, not out of from the heart, uh, what occurs is that there begins to be a a kind of subtle who's gonna be the smartest one, who's gonna who's gonna control the energy between the two people. And, you know, if 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 you're if you're Involved in a control drama, it's a way of forcing the other person to give you energy. Now, giving people energy fully and always is the cure for all this that we'll get to, right? But we have to understand when we fall into a power struggle what's going on. We're trying to get the other person... A lot of times we feel like the other person's lowering our energy, right? Putting us down in some way. And so we fight back by trying to lower their energy. So we get into these 
snippy kinds of conversations, especially uh, in families. Uh, in uh, yeah, it's all and it's it's not rocket science. This all starts in in middle school. You know, <laughs> who's going to be the uh, the smartest one? Who's going to be in the best clique? You know. Uh, and so we have to laugh at ourselves about this dynamic because we're moving past this. We're trans- learning to transcend control dramas. Now, in in the selfie policy, I talk about four basic control dramas. Uh, you know, two are relatively passive, two are aggressive. Uh, the first one is a poor me. He gets energy from other people by guilt tripping them very passively. You, you said you would call yesterday, but you didn't. And now all these things happened to me. I had nobody to talk to. You know, it's a classic guilt trip. And and so, you know, laugh at ourselves. It's out there. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, less, less, uh, but but see, it works. If you, what happens is if someone is saying, you let me down, and you did, you say, did I? Did I promise to call? Well, very often you didn't make any promises to call. Uh, it's just a game. And as soon as you feel, oh, my God, did I, did I do something wrong, you give energy to the other person. You start to talk, oh, did I, what do you mean? And you give attention energy. And when attention, when you put attention on somebody in that way and defer to them, your energy goes over to them. You know, you, uh, you're, uh, they get your energy flowing toward them. And that's, that's what the control drama is about. The, other, the second one is the aloof. Uh, that that one is, yeah. When you 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 start to talk to somebody and you say, "Well, what'd you do last night?" and they say, "Well, I went out." You say, "Oh, where'd you go?" Well, it's a couple of places downtown. It's the the person who doesn't disclose anything, and, mm. and that's this is a drama, right? Because yes. the, the person who doesn't disclose is trying to get you to keep asking questions. And that means because you're focusing on them and trying to get a straight answer, and they have manipulated you into giving them energy. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to stop us right here, James, because we are winding okay. out of time for the show. And I think oh, that goodness. it has been a beautiful show that has provided so many things for people to contemplate and to go back and review before we dive into more insights next week. We will continue from the place of human dramas as we continue this series next week. So I hope you'll join us as we dive more deeply into the 12 Celestine Insights and the Abilities with the wonderful James Redfield, author of Celestine Prophecy and a number of other books. Definitely check him out at CelestineVision.com and sign up for his newsletter so that you can know more of the beautiful community that he is building. Thank you, James, for being on the show, and I look forward to being all of, with all of you again next week as we dive further into this beautiful and profound conversation. Until then, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love, and as love, be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality. Your heart to greater compassion and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.